Hello there, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Lady Boss Lounge. I'm your host, Maren Barnard, and I am ready to talk all things business, life, family, and everything in between with you. So, girl, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Is your life a series of unfinished projects and intentions? You know, how many times have you started something new with really great intentions and high expectations to finish it, only to see your enthusiasm wane over time? And the end result of that, you never, ever finish what you started, ever. Does this ring true for you? You know, think about the last time that you made a New Year's resolution or decided to get healthy and lose weight or invested in a course, or maybe you bought a book to read, or maybe you started to write a book, or maybe you decided to start a new business. You know, in most circumstances, what happened? I want to ask you, did you finish all your projects and the tasks, or maybe you only finished some of them, or maybe you never even got started and you haven't done any of them. If you have finished all of them, I just want to say a huge congratulations to you. You are one of the minority in the entire world who actually started something and then finished it. Now, for the rest of you, welcome to the rest of the world club. This is a club that has the highest number of members than any other club on the planet. You know, statistically, apparently 90% plus people will never actually finish anything which they started. Now, that's both interesting and alarming, really. But why is it so? The answer may be quite complex, as there is not just one single factor that explains why people struggle to follow through on their commitments or contractual obligations that they made with themselves. Now, the first thing to understand is how powerful your mind, your thinking and your self-talk is. If you believe that 95% of what you do is happening at a subconscious level, then you need to be really careful as to what signals you are sending out to your brain. Are you maybe self-sabotaging yourself before you've even begun without actually realizing it? Or are you defeated before you've even left the starting gates? You know, I just want you to take a moment to pause and to reflect and consider the last time that you started anything and failed to finish. What was going on in your life at that time? What was your mental state like? What's your environment? Um, Who were you, you know, the environment that you were in? Which people were you surrounding yourself with? You know, in a previous podcast, I spoke about the classic book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. We spoke about the title of the book where we said, think first and then get rich second. So it all starts with a mind and pertains to any endeavor that you undertake. What I'm going to suggest to you is that as a starting point for your next project or task or goal, make sure that you start off with a right mindset, the right thinking, the right language or the right self-talk. Your mind and your thoughts combined with a right intent and commitment That is what's going to lead to action. 
Now, note this lead to action. It doesn't mean that you're going to finish what you started, but at least you've set yourself up for success. You've put the first pillar in place and that's already a great starting point. Now, you need to also understand that the first human instinct is survival, the need for comfort and control. Each time that you step just beyond that comfort zone, this is a perceived um, risk. Your, your brain thinks that it will handle this as a risk. And so your mind will hurriedly try and drag you back to safety. Now, losing weight or stressing out our bodies, burning mental calories, speaking to people, making money, starting an adventure, building a business, being vulnerable, all of these things are uncomfortable for us. And you don't like that discomfort. So you will try to minimize it, take the safer default option and find the path of least resistance. The problem with that path is that there is no growth and inevitably it leads to the same outcome time and time again. So in this instance, you don't finish what you started because your mind or your brain is actually holding you back. Now, ironically, that is what your brain is designed to do, to keep you safe. It's a fantastic mechanism to prevent you from, you know, jumping off that high bridge. But it can also be the same mechanism that holds you back in those situations where you really need to jump because you have defined the risk and know it's actually okay to jump, to take that first leap of faith. But you maybe you're just scared. So you need to watch your mind and you need to watch your thoughts. Now, the second thing that will help you to finish something that you start is obviously your environment versus your willpower. Now, you can be a person with huge willpower and determination, yet you can still fail to finish what you started. I want to suggest to you that your environment is stronger than your willpower. Now, when I speak of environment, I want you to think of both your physical environment and also the people within your environment. Now, your physical environment is your space. It's the space that you work in. Is it conducive to allow creativity to flow, for your mind to flourish? And is it an area where you want to actually work? And an area which will allow you to actually complete your projects. You know, make sure that... um, that you make life easier for yourself and you remove any perceived obstacles before you even begin. So by way of example, um, is your chosen space quiet and inviting? You know, does the lighting and the seating and the imagery allow you the right environment for the task at hand? Is it easily accessible for you? So for example, if you have to drive two hours a day in heavy traffic to get to your chosen space, How easy would it be to use that as an excuse as to why you won't get there today? So help yourself by finding somewhere closer to home or even at home to create that environment. Another example could be that you want to get healthier. You know, you want to lose weight and you decide to go to the gym. Your preferred gym time is say five o'clock to seven o'clock each day. But the problem you see, you find is that Um, that the gym is absolutely jam-packed at that time of the day, which means that you can't get to the equipment that you need without having to wait. Now, the waiting then leads to frustration, which ultimately is going to lead to inaction. So what you want to do is choose a different gym, maybe one that's open 24-7, or choose a different time to go to the gym. Okay, now let's have a look at the people in your environment. Now, it has often been said that you are the sum of the five people that you spend most of your time with. 
So here's a little experiment for you. Estimate the income of the five people you spend most the time with and then divide that by five and then compare that figure to what you are currently earning. Are you surprised? Is that what you want for your life? So my question is, who are you hanging out with? Are they people that help inspire, motivate, educate and lift you up? Are they people who want you to succeed and can help you succeed with finishing that task of losing that weight or writing that book? What about having an accountability partner? You know, this could arguably be one of the single most important factors to significantly increase your chances of finishing what you've started. Um, You know, the American Society of, I think, Training and Development found that people are 65% more likely to meet a goal after committing to another person. And their chances of success increases to 95% when they schedule ongoing meetings with their partners to check in on their progress. So I suggest that you find a friend or a coach or a mentor that has what you want or has already achieved what you want and then emulate them. Now, remember to choose an accountability partner, not a let's go drink another coffee partner. You know, your accountability partner needs to hold you accountable to what you have laid out as the ground rules. Now, there's a time to be praised and then there's a time to get a good kick up the butt. So after all, you know, it is your life and you've asked someone to help you finish what you have started. You've told them what you are trying to accomplish and how you're going to do it and that you need help and that you need them to help you to get there. Now, don't forget that you have asked them for help. So right about now, I want to remind you again of the book, The Four Agreements. So because you've asked that person to be your accountability partner and to help you, these four agreements is crucial so it doesn't affect the relationship between the two of you. So I'm just going to quickly give you a recap of what the four agreements are. The first one is don't take anything personally. Okay, so you've asked for feedback, you've asked for that person to be your accountability partner. So it's not something personal that they've got against you. You've asked them to hold you accountable. So make sure that whenever they give you feedback, you're not taking it personally. Don't make assumptions. That's the second um, agreement. So when someone doesn't do the thing they promised or if someone doesn't arrive where they promised to be or something's happened that wasn't supposed to, don't make assumptions. Pick up the phone and find out what is going on because assumptions always lead to misunderstandings and that is often exactly what it is, a misunderstanding. The third agreement is be impeccable with your word. Need I say more? And the fourth agreement is always do your best. I just want to remind you of those. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. Be impeccable with your word and always do your best. Remember, if you have chosen the right accountability partner, they will only want the best for you. So you have told them that getting to the end, whatever that may be for you, is the best thing for you. So how can you possibly go wrong? 
Okay, well done for working on your mindset and finding the right accountability partner. I know you are truly ready to finish what you have started, physically and mentally. This time, things are going to be different for you. I just know it. You are setting yourself up to start something new and then finally to finish it. But are these two factors sufficient to get you over the finish line? Now, what if I said to you that when you get to the fork in the road, take it. Or if you don't know where you're going, any road will do. In both instances, you don't have a plan. You might get to your end point, but how easy was it? Was it the most efficient or effective path to take? Now, how many extra obstacles would you need to overcome if you don't have a plan? How much longer is it going to take you? What extra costs are going to be involved? And did you actually enjoy doing it the way, in a way without a plan? So my question is, what if you had a plan that can help you to finish what you start? Having a simple plan with defined action steps and a timeline is definitely going to make things a little easier for you. As I said earlier, your body does not like to expend too much mental energy having to think all the time. It's hard work, wouldn't you agree? So think about the last time that you walked into the gym with great intentions, but you never actually had a plan. If you are anything like me, you might have wandered around aimlessly from machine to treadmill to the weight section. You pick up a weight, but you don't know how many reps or sets you're going to do, which muscles you should be exercising or how much time you should rest, how fast should the movements be or all those things. You're just going through the motions and you leave 30 minutes later, pat yourself on the back for a job well done. But inside, you know, you kind of just know that that wasn't the way that you're supposed to do it. And that's not the way that you're going to end up with your goals. You know that you are not going to finish what you started again and you know that you are not giving yourself the best chance for success but perhaps that's what you want perhaps you are looking for a reason not to succeed maybe you are looking for the easy way out the default option the choice that so many others make every single day with everything they start but you know what I believe that you're different and you know you want more so this time, you are going to make a plan to finish. You are going to put a step-by-step -step system or a plan in place. You are going to make it easier for yourself. It takes a lot of self-discipline to put a plan in place in the first instance. It'll require time and effort, and you will need to put schedules in place. So going back to the gym example, you know where you are right now. You know where you want to end up. And you have found out the steps that you need to take to get you to the end result. Now you have found an, and you found an accountability partner to get you there. Okay, now the actual work begins. This is where the self-discipline comes into place because you need to action that plan now. You have figured out the obstacle before you start. You know what the distractions are and how you're going to overcome them. You are aware of what has held you back in the past. You are cognizant of the fact that your brain is going to try and impede you. You know that at all times you will be unmotivated, but you have plans in place to mitigate those instances. Um, you know that you need to prioritize your time. You know that you need to stick to your schedule and take small action steps. 
You know you need to focus. You know you need to reinforce the good habits. You know that you need to be consistently productive. And you know this time will be different because you want to transform. You want to change. You want to finish your project. So you need to commit. You need to implement. You need to execute. You need to follow through day after day, week after week, month after month until you finish what you started. And I know that you can do it. I know that you will. You know, in my signature Kickstart Your Online Business course, I help women take the idea and turn it into an online business. I empower women with the knowledge and the tools to make more money doing the things they love. And through the last 30 years of trial and error in my own businesses, I have gone through the exact same doubts, the fears, the failures, the trials, the tribulations and the successes as most of you. And I still do. That is how KYOB was born. A course where we help you with your mindset and your money blocks. You know, I can't tell you how many women tell me they're scared of actually succeeding because with success comes a certain um, responsibility. Um, You know, KYOB is a course where we create the environment which will allow people just like you to succeed and to finish what you started finally, where you have a personal plan We have a step-by-step system that you can follow systematically. Small, actionable, practical steps, easy to understand, simple to follow. A group environment with like-minded women who collaborate and support you. Accountability partners to make sure that you succeed. And guides, me and Stephen. So my friend, this is your time. It is your time to finish what you started. Whether it's a health journey, whether it's to start a business, whether it's a relationship, whatever it is that you have started and haven't completed, your time is now to make those changes, to say no more. I am going to do this. Well, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would be so grateful if you would share it with a friend and share it on the stories on your Facebook or social media, Instagram stories, tag me in it. Tell me what is your biggest takeaway? I'll always love to hear back from you. Until next week, don't forget, go out and make a difference because there is someone out there right now waiting for exactly what you have to offer. 